Welcome to Murder and Mimosas. Just a quick disclaimer before we get started. Our show is Murder and Mimosas. It's a true crime podcast. This means that we do discuss crimes, including but not limited to disappearances, murder, and sexual assaults. All our episodes are told with the respect of the victims and the victims' families in mind. We strive to ensure that we provide factual information, but some information is more verifiable than others. With that, grab your mimosas and let's dive in. Welcome back to Murder and Mimosas. I'm Danica. And I'm Shannon. Today's episode is one I've personally been wanting to cover for a while now. We're going to talk about an organization called Adventures with a Purpose. I just learned about this organization and their work at the end of 2022 and was shocked because I hadn't like heard about their work before. We'll be covering how this organization started. We'll talk about a few of the cases they've helped on. and We'll also discuss the controversy around the founder, Jared. Okay, I know you faithfully mentioned this group to me, but what exactly do they do? Well, let's dive right in. Jared, I think it's Lethic, is the founder of Adventures with a Purpose, and he started off his YouTube channel of the same name as a teenager. He was a scuba diver, now I'm going to make sense, <laughs> that would go into lakes, rivers, and other bodies of water to clean up trash and debris, which is very noble, but he takes it a step further over time and in 2019 starts searching bodies of water for missing persons. Missing bodies. Bodies of water for bodies. Sorry. <laughs> bodies of water for missing bodies. All the bodies. Okay. This quickly becomes a YouTube channel with millions of subscribers. Now, one important thing to note is Jared brings in other teenage divers, all of which volunteer their time to do this. From when they launched in 2019 to the end of 2022, Adventures with a Purpose solved over 20 cold cases through their volunteer dive work. One really big case they solved in less than an hour was the disappearance of Keeley Rodden. Since that case has gotten quite a bit of publicity, we are going to get into that one today, but you can see it on their YouTube channel. I mentioned I just recently found out about this organization, and it was because of the work they did recovering a vehicle in Arkansas. We will talk about that case first. So Samantha Jean Hopper and Courtney Holt went missing on September 11th of 1998. What were the details surrounding their disappearance? Well, let's go back a bit further, and then we'll get to that as well. So, born Samantha Mahan. She was born just before Halloween on October 21st, 1978. She lived and grew up in Russellville, Arkansas. She gave birth to her first child, a little girl named Desiree, in 1995 at 17 years old. She was a doting doting mother. Uh, She gave birth again the following year to Courtney Holt. And at the time she went missing, she was eight months pregnant with her third bundle of joy. But Samantha, with young kids and a new one on the way, she, you know, wanted a fun night out. So when she got home from work on September 11th, she told her mom that she was going to a concert with some friends. The concert was in Little Rock, which is roughly like an hour away from Russellville. So Samantha loaded herself and Courtney into her 1989 blue Ford Tempo. Wait, Courtney, her baby? For yes. Girls well, she's, you didn't let me finish my oh, sentence. Oh, okay, sorry. In the Blue Ford Tempo to take Courtney to family to watch her. Oh, family. my. Anyway, however, 
she would not arrive and nobody saw or heard from her again. It would seem a long time would pass and the case felt pretty cold. In 2013, a Polk County Sheriff would have a new detective put on the case and his name is Eric Riggs. He decided to go to Samantha's eldest daughter, Desiree, and convinced her to submit some DNA. What did he want her to do that for? Well, since he submitted it to a database of unidentified bodies, I'm guessing that he assumed Samantha had died and was hoping to at least be able to like provide closure to the family. Um, but there were no hits that came back from the database. So Eric was back at square one. Almost another entire decade would go by before another option to find Samantha and Courtney came forward. On October 26, 2021, just a few days after what would have been Samantha's 43rd birthday, Adventures with a Purpose reached out to the uh, Pope County Sheriff's, letting them know that they had found a blue Ford Tempo, much like what Samantha would have been driving that night. And it was in a body of water near Pleasant View Road in Russellville. So they just found this vehicle? No, it wasn't just the vehicle. Uh, the divers also found human remains, which were sent to the Arkansas State Crime Lab for testing. They were confirmed to be Samantha and Courtney. The two had never made it out of Russellville that night. There didn't seem to be any foul play. It was just really unfortunate circumstances. However, uh, the work done by the Adventures with a Purpose solved a 23-year-old cold missing persons case. Now, let's discuss what the organization refers to as their most dangerous recovery to date, which was in Oregon. And it's the disappearance of Ralph Brown, who, by all accounts, is like a pillar of his community in Cornelius, Oregon. He was a loving father. He had grown children. Um, he was a grandfather. He had an adoring wife, Carol. Um, they lived in the same house for the last 50 years. And when I say he's a pillar of his community, I mean, like, seriously, a pillar of his community. He spent most of his life serving and helping others. Uh, he was a counselor at the junior high there. He had been a principal at like the local Hillsborough school. He'd been on the school board. He'd coached numerous sports and he'd gone to church on a regular basis. And if that's not pillar enough for you, this man was the former mayor of Cornelius and was instrumental in adding another elementary school and a medical center to his town, and he even funded an organization for youth sports program in his community. Wow, he sounds like a truly inspirational man. Doesn't he? Which would explain why the community jumped into action once he disappeared. What were the circumstances surrounding his disappearance? It's going to sound a little strange, so I'm going to preface this with saying that Ralph was 78 years old at the time. Um... And he had dementia. Um, with this dementia, he specifically had problems with sundowning. Shannon, for those that might not be real familiar with that term or what that means, could you explain what sundowning is? Of course. So according to the Alzheimer's Association, um, this is something that some people with Alzheimer's or dementia experience around dusk. It varies by person, but they may experience issues with sleeping, confusion, agitation, anxiety, or 
overall just being disoriented. Yeah, and Ralph struggled with sundowning as part of his dementia, and he actually no longer had a license, which is why the events of this night were so hard for his family. So the night that Ralph was last seen, he got his car keys and went to Carol, his wife, and she's trying to figure out, like, asking him where Ralph is going. And he told her, quote, I'm going home. Of course, this confused Carol as they had lived together in the same home for 50 years, as I had mentioned earlier. Um, she tried her best, you know, to talk Ralph into realizing he was home, but to no avail. It's really hard when someone is suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia to get them into the reality that you're in. Um, so Ralph got into the car and he drove into the night heading southbound. Carol got her kids help as they were grown at the time. And so they, she called them to help her find Ralph. Laurie Saunders called her father multiple times. And a few hours after he had left Carol at their home, she, he finally answered Laurie's calls. During that phone call, she he told to Lori, quote, are people looking for me? You're looking for me, aren't you? End quote. And of course, they were looking for him, which is what Lori told him. The problem was she wasn't nearby. She lived out on the East Coast. So she told her father to answer the call from his son, Daryl, her brother, because he was out looking for Ralph. Lori hangs up the phone and instantly calls Daryl and tells him to call her dad to figure out where he is and go get him, bring him home safe. So Daryl calls, and he calls, and he calls, but Ralph doesn't answer. The next few days, people are still searching. Police are involved. They're able to pull up what Ralph's cell phone last pinged, and the last ping was in Newburgh, Oregon. Okay, how far is that from his house? It's just over 30 minutes, but... Uh, this gave hundreds of searchers a place to look, so they scoured the town of Newburgh, the roads between Newburgh and Cornelius. Did they have any connections to Newburgh? I mean, I know he had lived in the same home for 50 years, but he could have been trying to find a child home, home, child home, childhood home or something like that. It was possible, and family thought about this as well. Ralph's family, friends, and others searching out there. They checked the towns of Corvelius and Monmouth, 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 where Ralph attended college, as well as Astoria, where he was raised. These towns were all less than two hours from his home that he'd shared with Carol. However, there was no luck locating Ralph. Adventures of the Purpose came out and searched Rogers Park in Newburgh, which they told the family they were definitive in the fact that Ralph was not in the water. Wait. He wasn't in the water? No. And the case kind of dived off for many months after that. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't help that. Uh, other than, like, a few supposed sightings of Ralph in surrounding towns, but those were investigated and they never panned out. But on May 3rd, 2022, Adventures of the Purpose decides they want to come out again and look at Roger's Landing with as well as some other bodies of water in mind if they can't find him at Roger's Landing. Um, but when they start looking, they found a car upside down about 30 feet underwater right off a boat ramp. It was about 100 feet downstream and about 30 feet underwater. It's covered with quite a bit of logs and debris. 
It was a 2014 dark blue Nissan Sentra or Versa. I found both in my research, and so I'm not 100% sure which one he was driving, but it was one of those two. A Nissan. It was a Nissan, a dark blue 2014 Nissan um, that Ralph, just like the one Ralph was driving when he left. So hours after the car was pulled out, it was confirmed that Ralph was in fact in that blue car. From what it looked like, Ralph may not have realized it was a boat ramp. And sadly, after the boat ramp is a very steep incline. You said before that this uh, was the most dangerous recovery. So why was that? Yes, it was because the dive to check out the car was dangerous. The current was strong and there was a lot of um, debris. Um, and, you know, I said it was piled under a bunch of logs and things. And um, speaking of debris, I watched the video that Adventures with a Purpose posted about this recovery. There was actually part of a stuffed bunny floating directly above where his car was found in the water. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I know. They talk about it a bit in the video, but I think it's a cool sign to bring them directly to Ralph. However, um, Ralph and his car were found. I'm glad he's found so family could have peace. Now, at the beginning of the episode, though, you mentioned something about controversy with the group. So what's that about? Okay, I'm going to be totally honest. I was really torn on whether or not I should talk about the controversy. However, I know that if you leave this episode and Google Adventures with a Purpose, you're going to come across it. I don't want you to feel like we weren't being transparent about the group. I do want to preface this, though, by saying this group is amazing and they've done amazing things. And I don't believe the bad deeds of one should shadow what the organization has done as a whole. However, with that being said, there have been multiple claims against the founder, Jared. Jared has been accused of more than one count of child rape. I'm unclear from sources if there were multiple victims but it all seemed to happen in Utah in 1992 when he was 17 years old. The only victim I was able to find for certain was a younger female cousin who would have been nine years old at the time of the events. I say events because Jared forced himself on her twice. After this news broke, many of the members of Adventures of the Purpose announced their departure from the group. Oh, wow. I cannot believe he did that. That's truly disturbing. I know. And because of his awful crimes, it disbanded an organization that was closing so many cold cases. So they're doing all this good work. And because of his awful things he'd done in his past, and I'm not discounting him, he should be held accountable for them. But I hate that because of that, this group is disbanded. I really think that he should just be removed from the group and the group should continue. So I know you said he was 17. Do you know how he was held accountable with him not being an adult or was he charged as an adult? So this is all still fairly um, new because while these happened when he was 17, these the girl didn't come forward to till recently. And then an, I think another victim came forward, but I couldn't find that for certain. Some allude to a second victim, but they don't come out and say that there was for sure one. Um, so I have not seen where he has been sentenced, but it does look like he's been charged. So he will have to face those. Um, 
But the thing is, even if he's found not guilty, the um, I think in the eyes of the public, he always probably will be. And so that will always have a tarnish for Adventures with a Purpose. Hmm. So how old is he now, do you know? So he is... So Jared is 47, so we are talking about... Um, a 30-year-old. Yeah, this happened 30 years ago. That's a little odd that she would wait that long, but I know people do that all the time. But that seems a little hard to prove 30 years ago. Yeah, um, I agree. But it looks like they arrested him in January of this year, 2023. Um, he was indicted for that charge. So it's still um, kind of a wait-and-see thing. But, I mean, it's on, you know... It's only been a few months, and already the group is departing because they don't want to be a part of it. And I hope that something will happen where either Jared will step down and someone else can take over and continue this work. Um, But I would hate for this to be the end of Adventures with a Purpose because they have, I mean, 20 cold cases in a span of a few years. That's crazy. That's phenomenal. And that's so many families getting closure that may have thought that something, you know, that their families had met a brutal end or that they would never have closure or get to put these family members, you know, to rest or have a proper funeral for them. And they've gotten that. 20 families got that. Okay, I have another question about the case in Russellville. Okay. So what prompted them to just dive into that body of water? I mean, is that part of, of what what it is just like adventures or practice or um a lot of times they will look at these cold cases and um like with ralph's because it was newer they could use the ping from his phone and then they looked at bodies of water near that ping in this case they were looking at the route that she would have taken from russellville to little rock and they were searching the bodies of water along that um so and you can watch every single one of their dives that they've done on their YouTube channel. And even ones where they've gone out, like with Ralph's, they went out multiple times um, before they found him. And each time they documented their things on YouTube. Um, and there's others where they went out hoping to find someone and they didn't find them. Um, or they went out looking for someone else and they found a different person. Um, but yeah, so they... It's, it's crazy that they are able to do that. Um, so I've never seen this. So is this, are they actually taking cameras down there with them? And like you're seeing this firsthand too, if they find a body or something, because that's totally creepy. Um, no, not exactly. So at first you're on top of the water, like in the boat with them and you get to ride with them and they're showing you like how they use their different equipment. And I watched um, a lot of Ralph's especially uh, was the last one I watched there. They had some newer equipment. They were explaining how it worked, how um, the area that you saw, like that could be a car. And they went back over it and got closer. And they have the cameras down there. Um, and then they put a camera down so you could see if it's a car, so they can see if it's a car. But when the divers go down, you don't go down with the divers. You're out okay. watching, uh, but you watch as they pull the car up and you see mm-hmm. the car come out. Um, so and like, so you don't get to go under the water with them, but I mean, you pretty much see everything else. And the divers are really just going down to 
verify that mm-hmm. it is in fact a car. Because even if there's not a body inside, they're going to take the car out just to be yeah. sure. Um, and then from there, so you see pretty much everything, but you don't go all the way down with the divers. That part is very quick compared to the whole episode. Um, so, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, you should definitely check out their YouTube channel. They have quite a few videos. Um, and everything they do is, you know, based on donations that are given. Um, and I know probably people are not donating right now. And that may on their website have been um, temporarily, you know, taken down since many of them are disbanded. Um, but yeah, everything is donations based. Um, and these people are all volunteering their time to help solve these cases. So I would hate to see something like this go away because of this got some mistakes. Mm, yeah. Alleged mistakes. True. That's true. Alleged. We don't know anything yet, but yeah, that that's really fascinating. Yeah, I was actually really surprised that I'd never heard of them until yeah, they came heard of them. Arkansas. That's why I wanted to bring it up because it's such an amazing group, and I think I I enjoyed watching the video. Um, so I thought y'all might like them as well. So y'all should check them out. It's Adventures with a Purpose on YouTube, and they have tons of videos. Um, you can see the videos of the ones we talked about today um, or watch some other ones and go from there. It does tell you whether or not um, the person they look, they're looking for, if that case has been solved by, like, by them, um, it'll say it in the heading. So you can make sure that if you're wanting to watch one and want to watch them like actually have a resolution, um, it'll say it up there. So, so we got today, give them... Um, yeah, check them out while you wait for our next episode to drop. We always recommend more bubbly and less OJ. Cheers! If you'd like to see pictures from today's episode, you can find us at murder.mimosas on Instagram. You can also find us at murder.mimosas on TikTok, Twitter. And if you have a case you would like us to do, you can send that to murder.mimosas at gmail.com. And lastly, we are on Facebook at Murder and Mimosas Podcast, where you can interact with us there. We love any type of feedback you can give us, so please rate and review us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you.